I'd like to discuss a question which um, people often ask, and a friend of mine was asked it in the following way. He was at an airport, somewhere in Virginia, I think, and uh, he was about to have his coffee, and he said a blessing over the coffee, which is what we say normally before we eat anything or drink anything. And a woman sitting nearby said, excuse me, sir, do you always speak to your food before you eat it? And he said, well, actually, I wasn't speaking to the food. I was speaking to God. Anyway, what does it mean? You know, what what is a blessing? So what's the purpose behind it? So first of all, the standard format of the blessing, Baruch Atah Hashem, blessed are you, our God, God rather, Elokeinu our God, Melech Olam, King of the Universe. And uh, one of the most common is Shehakol Ne'yebidvaro, everything was created by your word. First of all, in terms of an analysis of what it means, the word Baruch, blessed, what does blessed mean? I mean, you know, if someone sneezes, you say bless you. So what you really mean is God bless you. But if you are blessing God, then what are you asking? God bless himself. I mean, what does that mean? You know, it's a little strange. So uh, one of the great sages, the Rashba, he says that the word Baruch comes from a biblical word, Berecha. Berecha means pool. In modern Hebrew, a swimming pool is a Berechat Zchiah. Uh, so what, is a, what does he mean um, by a pool? He says what it means is it's acknowledging that God is the pool from which everything flows. He is the source of everything. So the word Baruch, you are blessed, really would be translated or should be translated almost like a phrase. Uh, and what we're saying is the following. Baruch atah Hashem, you Hashem, with whom I have a personal relationship. Hence, I can say you. Elokeinu, our God, with whom we have a national relationship as the Jewish people. Melech HaOlam, King of the Universe, with whom we have a, a relationship because we are creatures, cre- creatures of God. Baruch, you are the source of absolutely everything. So the, the, the main point of a blessing before we eat, or a blessing on any type of pleasure we have, is really to acknowledge that the source of all of it is from God. And there's a few reasons for this. Reason number one, the Talmud puts it, it is really, in a sense, asking permission. If the if God created the world and uh, creation, ex nihilo, creation of something from nothing, is, I suppose, ultimate ownership. As if you go to some place in a total desert and you uh, cultivate it from scratch and do everything yourself, in a sense, you've you've you know you've you've done the ultimate ownership. You've really uh, created it. And that's not even from nothing. That is actually from something. God who creates all of the universe from nothing and sustains it continuously, it is his. So therefore, as the Talmud puts it, we're asking permission. The verse says, the earth and everything in it belongs to God. And there's another verse in Psalms that says, the earth was given to humanity. And the Talmud says, not a, that's not a contradiction. The verse which says, the world and everything in it is to God, that's before you said a blessing. The verse that says that uh, the earth belongs to the human being, that is after you've said a blessing. So it's asking permission. It's a moral obligation. Secondly, and very simply, it's showing appreciation, gratitude. There are authorities who maintain that the basis of our obligation towards God, the basis of our service of God, what we call avodas Hashem, is indeed gratitude. We are grateful to God for He is sustenance for life that he's given us for everything. So therefore, I give gratitude for everything I get. And indeed, the Talmud says you should give a different, uh, there should be, 
There's actually specific blessings for different things. There's a blessing for vegetables, there's a blessing for fruit, there's a blessing for cake, there's a blessing for all types of things. The reason is, we don't just say a general blessing. You go to someone's house and enjoyed the time there. You don't just say, thanks, it was great. You might want to say, you know what, wonderful, the room was gorgeous, and thank you for all the travel amenities you included there, and and, and the meal was great, and uh, and so on and so forth, and thanks for keeping the kids away from me, you know, etc., etc. So, so to to acknowledge everything, because God doesn't just create textured vegetable protein or fermented tofu and everything tastes like that and we'd survive. He creates a variety of experiences, chocolate and cinnamon and uh, vanilla and uh, steak and seafood and kosher. And all this, an unbelievable variety of taste and texture and aroma. So, so if we're enjoying that, it'll be appropriate that we acknowledge that. That is number two. Number three, Rabbi Yehuda Halevi says, that the more you appreciate what you have, the happier you are. I mean, think of it. If a person feels they're always getting short-changed, they're not going to be very happy. If a person feels they could be getting better or more or more intense or whatever it happens to be, they're not content with what they have, that person is not going to be a happy person. On the, on the other hand, a person who, with everything they have, appreciates it, says, thank God I have water. Thank God I have banana. Thank God I have uh, it's whatever it is, even fermented tofu. And and I say thank you for that. Then I appreciate what I have. And one who appreciates is just a happier person. That means you're going to get along with other people better. It means you're going to get, because obviously if I feel that I'm continuously uh, being put upon, if I feel that I'm continuously uh, losing out, if I feel that I'm not getting what I deserve, then how can I be I, I can't get along with other people very well. The more I feel content with what I have, the more I appreciate what I have, the more I'm able to be a person who's a giver who can get along with other people. If I feel that I don't have enough for myself, then I'm certainly not going to give to other people. So uh, the one who and as it says in Ethics of the Fathers, who is rich he who is content with his portion uh, because wealth is not defined by how much you've got, but it's, but it's defined, I would say, by how much you feel you need. So if I have got as much as I feel I need, I'm happy with that, then I, I, I've got what I need for myself. I can be generous, give to others. If I never have as much as I feel that I need, even if I've got millions of dollars, if I've got a mansion, etc., etc., then um, I feel that uh, I don't have enough for myself. So if I don't have enough for myself, how can I share with someone else? So therefore, the effect of a blessing is not only between you and God. It's also between you and yourself in terms of your own attitude to life, your own contentment, uh, moral obligation, asking permission, uh, appreciation, and so on and so forth. But it also, I believe, affects your attitude towards other people. I think it makes you happier. I think it makes you more of a giver. Or at least doesn't make you that way, but I think it helps to make you that way. Um, I think also, number four is it directs you to think before doing something. Food, eating, is very instinctive. You know, we breathe. We don't think about breathing. Eating is almost as instinctive as breathing. We need to eat. However, it's an area where we are able to exercise control. It's, I, I would hope. It's an area where we're able to, to be conscious about what we're doing. And so, since it's something which is so instinctive and necessary on the one hand, the Torah wants to specifically make us think about what we're doing. So, the way the Bible does that is through the laws of kashrut, the kosher laws, and eating kosher. The rabbis added to that 
the idea of thought before you thinking before you actually eat meaning it's 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 a way of just saying stop think you're not an animal you don't just as soon as the food bowl is put down stick it like i had a dog used to do that as soon as the, the bowl got within about an inch of the ground his nose would be would enter it and his face would enter it and he would not finish until the bowl was licked clean on a molecular level um, and he was cute, but it's cute for a dog to do that, not for a human being. For a human being, we should stop, think, contemplate, be conscious about what we're doing, conscious about what we're eating, conscious about why we're eating and why we need the energy and what we're going to do with the energy. And all of those beautiful things are what blessings do. So count your blessings, and, uh, and that's how we understand it. Uh, we say the blessings, we count our blessings, and we appreciate what we have. Thanks very much. Bye.